strangers and residents of Summer Cove, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my favorite Envy, Kennedy. Hey, we're watching Super Samurai, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, literally, I had like a weird brain moment where my brain was like, you got to watch Super Samurai later. And then I was like, wait, Super Samurai? No, it's Super Ninja Steel. Ninja Steel. Yeah. With the first episode in particular, it was kind of funny that like even the official like programming director for the show was just like, no, this is called Super Ninja Steel. It's not called Ninja Super Steel. Stop doing this shit. (laughs) I was wondering, honestly, are we going to have a Ninja Super Steel? Well, they they directly say Ninja Super Steel in episode one. So you're kind of just like, what the fuck? Are we really doing this again, Saban? <sighs> I didn't understand the Dino Supercharge stuff. As you know it, we had to bring in the third horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, we've got Rob Thez. <clears throat> Welcome back, Rob. Hello, Shuriken Henge, as they say in uh, Shuriken Sentai Ninja. How's it going, going, Gravin Kennedy? (laughs) It's going pretty great, honestly. I mean, even though we're in modern Power Rangers, I still feel like we got through... In retrospect, I feel like the worst Power Rangers we ever saw was Wild Force. Like, what what would you say, Kennedy? Mm. Or maybe, like, Alien Rangers? Not Operation Overdrive? Oh, yeah, Operation Overdrive is fucking terrible. But, like, that's not really (laughs) canon. That season's not really canon, so... What is canon? Really? <laughs> really like i i put on the filler guide when y'all look at the power rangers filler guide that we have uh i'll put the link in the comment in the description <laughs> but like i've literally in the description i just go zero out of however many total episodes of operation overdrive exists and just go <laughs> none of the character development matters none of the zords or any of the lore matters the episode where they brought back a bunch of the uh the um old actors from previous the retro seasons. rangers <laughs> yeah the retro rangers they don't like none of their lore story backs up re- checks out really well no so it's just like yeah no nah, this season's not not canon at all <laughs> so taking that into consideration i think like alien rangers uh and uh yeah i think alien rangers and uh wild force is definitely the worst i think wild force was the one where it was just constant garbage forget turbo yeah, Turbo's pretty bad, especially like in the middle section. But nah, Wild Force, we watched all 40 episodes of that one. Wild like the Force Turbo filler guide was actually a pretty nightmare. good. Yeah. Yeah. I've not watched Wild Force since I was 17, which you is. You don't ever want to do it. Yeah. It's 18 so fucking years, bad. 18 years ago, so I don't want to go back to it. Uh, I'd rather just watch Ninja Storm again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait to go back to Ninja Storm. I would watch Ninja Storm right now. God. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we have a Super Ninja Storm instead of Super Ninja Steel? (laughs) Just bring back those guys. We don't care that they're 10 years older, okay? Fuck it. Let's just go for it. I mean, what they should have done was uh, the Sentai it was based on had a a, a special film for the 10th anniversary where they all came back. And they should have done that with Ninja Storm. It would have been perfect. Just see the same footage. Been great. (laughs) Yeah. I know we're kind of going on a bunch of tangents here, and that's mostly because (laughs) Super Ninja Steel, like, I kind of had high hopes for this, right? Did you, Kennedy? 
No, my hopes were a little more tempered. Um, but I <laughs> yeah, still I mean thought, the farting I mean, I subplot, thought... the farting subplot to to Ninja Steel uh... was definitely really bla- bad. At the end, I, we were, I was like, really, really, they went there. Come on. <laughs> um, but uh, I think for the most part, when we look, when we analyze the second half of Ninja Steel, you'll see a direct like path of like, okay, the writing got better, and then the show yeah. got better. You know. Uh, but this man, this episode one really, uh, really, it was think, one of those like uh, stinky moments, like in literally, yeah, like in uh, fucking Dino Charge when we got hit with that weird like fucking farting episode. Yeah, <laughs> this show um, has like a farting fetish, dude. It's so bad. Do, do kids find farts funny? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> My son like... loses his shit. On this. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but these aren't even like high quality fart jokes. <laughs> They're very low quality. I just want to point that out. Like, if yeah. it was a good fart joke, maybe I would feel different, right? I don't know. So, so what you're saying is that a wet, stinky fart and not odor toilet? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's probably the worst pun I've ever made. Uh, thanks for having me, folks. I'll see you next time. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say that my my expectations were maybe slightly more tempered than Grab's, just because although I agreed that Ninja Steel got better as it went, I still never felt like I was really into it, into it. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is now watchable instead of not. <laughs> when so... I, w- I started watching Ninja Steel, I think when it first hit Netflix, like years and years ago, and I watched the first couple of episodes because um, everyone, when, when this was announced, like we heard about, oh, you know, we're going to have this Galaxy Warriors TV show and they're going to be transmitting all these fights over the universe. And uh, like the Twitter fandom, which I kind of just stay on the periphery, was like, whoa, this sounds cool. And I agree. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a, a cool concept, which they completely... The TV show part is cool as hell, and there's yes. nothing wrong with that part of the concept. No, I, but everyone they squander it. So far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and it's wild. Um, and I love the presentation of it as well. So, like, like the whole gigantify thing they, they got going on. And, uh, yeah. They I'm... need to be willing to, to press a button that's not gigantify more. Yes. That was the problem with it because they only did it once in the first season. And that really fucked with me because then I was just like, ah, this is just uh, when this is more window dressing, right? Versus like (laughs) actual like, oh, you know, this could be like something expanded upon a little bit more. Yeah. Um, However, uh, I think going into this episode one, my I had pretty I guess I would say I had pretty high expectations just because like, come on. Like it's the it's the it's the second season premiere, you know, they're going to try and make it like big and explosive and catchy. Um the ending to Ninja Steel was weird, right? You have uh-huh. Madam Odious getting hit by an asteroid out of nowhere. <laughs> and like and all of this ends up being this huge Deus Ex Machina style event. <clears throat> yeah. Which honestly makes the <clears throat> intro even a little weird because it's kind of like what are we coming back to? Like all of the like What was super, the reason? Yeah, all of the Super Rangers stuff so far. There's all there's always felt like a reason to come back. Even like Samurai, like whack as Samurai was, we knew that we had to come back. Like it they left it on like a clear cliffhanger of like yeah. 
these bad things are happening and getting worse, and we still haven't solved any problems, really. You know? Yeah. Um, Everyone like, got owned. Everyone yeah. got owned. Galvanax got destroyed, mm -hmm. and then Madame Odious's ship got fucking wrecked by an asteroid. Cool. Like, that's the end. Bye-bye. We don't need yeah. super ninja. We don't need like super ninja steel, you know. And and Mick leaves, and all their powers go. So it's like, oh wow, you know, we finally beaten them. It's the end. Uh, but unfortunately, they got to restore the status quo to be exactly how it was. <laughs> and what a, like the potential here was so huge. I would say, mm. especially on the villain front for this episode, which sucks. Mm. So let's get into it, uh, Kennedy. We've got episode one. Echoes of Evil. <laughs> so this episode kicks off. The Rangers are chilling. They're just having a chill summer. But in space, things are not chill. Because <laughs> uh, Madame Odious's ship has been hit by this asteroid. And uh, who should stumble upon it but Sledge? Sledge <laughs> travels from dimension to dimension to get here, apparently. Um, this is important because it confirms that Dino Charge takes place in its own universe entirely. Yep, and I they think. further confirmed that later in the season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. Definitively, uh, but you'll get to that, I guess. <laughs> so even if some Power Rangers take place in the same universe, Dino Charge definitely does not. Nope. Um, so Sledge comes from that universe. Over this, this is through the timeline in which he wins. Right? Uh, this is Sledge going through the black hole and winds up here. Mm. Sure. This is the timeline where uh, Ganondorf killed Link. Yes. <laughs> so in this case, Sle uh, Sledge went through an alternate, uh, went into an alternate universe through that black hole that he exited or that he fell through. So that's pretty yes. interesting. I like that. I thought this was pretty pog, actually. I was like, <laughs> actually, oh, shit. Yeah, so, I have to say, so Grav warned me. Episode one, pretty stinky. But mm -hmm. I was like, for the first, like, five to ten minutes, I was like, what is Grav talking about? This is kind of cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, like, Sledge is, like, Lord Zed. Sledge is our modern-day Lord Zed, you know? They brought him back for three fucking seasons. We haven't seen that shit. No. We literally have not seen that shit since the early days of the show. That's so cool. Not really, no. So it's it, it was very cool to have Sledge come back in this uh, way, but then the potential is just kind of wasted, which I, I guess we'll explain. Um, <laughs> but Sledge sees this ship and he's like, ah, shit, let's salvage that. And then he and his goons figure out that, oh, that asteroid... It's got something called Super Ninja Steel in it, or Ninja <laughs> Super Steel. It's, it's a little confusing what it's called. They don't seem to know. I definitely don't know. So, uh, uh, that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's such a Deus Ex Machina ass like plot, right? <laughs> yeah, like, oh. its existence is solely to bring about another season of this show. <laughs> It's like, oh, we got this ninja steel. Oh, it's all gone. What about if we had ninja super steel? Because super there's not even great. a new power. Nope. <laughs> it's it's not. There's not even a new. This isn't canon. Like this is technically filler. It's still not clear. Yeah, what the what's great about this stuff? 
like at all. Yeah, oh, it's more powerful ninja steel. Uh, okay, that's like the only reason why we have to keep it in the gu in the guide or something like that is because it's just like okay, yeah, like the Rangers got their morphers back, right? In this yeah. episode, the first episode, it's very hard to cut that, but yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. It is. Just let them enjoy school. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they were just like back to their lives and happy. Yeah, they were all just like my family's together. I have my brother and my father back. Oh God, um, I, um, I completely forgot about Brody and Levi being brothers until I watched it. I was like, oh yeah, that oh, was yeah. a thing. <laughs> that was actually a good thing too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. One of the more positive things from last season. So it's just like, yeah, no, this is pretty great. Let them live. It's like uh, it's like why a uh, Quentin Tarantino won't do Kill Bill Volume Three, because just like how yeah. much more pain and torture do I have to give to this character just to produce another film for y'all? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it's one of those scenarios. It's like, yeah, nah, they, they actually produce the film, and this is what we get. <laughs> like that character got to ride off into the sunset, and that's what these Rangers deserved, really. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. Um, so I was like, why is there no new powers? <laughs> I was like, Ninja it's, Super Steel, surely that means a new power up, right? Dino really Supercharge like Energem. In the early days when Saban would be just trying to extend the show by any means, kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. it has that weird vibe to it where it's like, like, did they, did they film the first six episodes of Ninja Super Steel using the same Sentai? footage that they used for ninja <laughs> just regular ninja steel and then they had to come back you know with some other footage and I, it's just like what's going on here what is even happening <sighs> yeah uh so how, how much do you two know about uh, uh ninja the show this was based on zero zero okay well first of all their morphers were their swords not those weird things they hold and be that become bow and arrows um, but I guess they didn't want to have kids to be like charging about with a sword and be like, yeah, ninja spin. Uh. Yeah, you can't do that in America. You have to charge around with a gun, okay? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's why Gino Charge was so popular. And uh... It was yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 have, I have the uh, uh, Kyo Yuja equivalent, and it's like one to one size, and it's fantastic. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. I'm a I think I'm a big fan of both. I'd like to see the Ninja like uh morphing sequence, I think. Yes, it's knowing uh, that fact now. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit I, I I uh it's quite it's a bit similar. It's a bit similar. Uh but they um if you see some of the way they kind of just activate their stars on their um swords, like the actual kind of you know, henchin morphing uh, thing they do is quite similar to that anyway, but uh uh, it's a bit cooler. However, um, the story of Ninja is pretty pants and doesn't really do much. Uh, nothing much happens. And instead of it being about special steel that makes you a ninja, it's about building up their nintality, which is like your, your inner ninja spirit. And it's like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they like, luckily did not have to get super nintality to uh, finish the super rest of the season. Nintality. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had that game system growing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's so weird to think about. But like the Super Sentai is the reason why they why Saban splits them up anyways is because the Super Sentais are all like forty episodes long, right? They're fifty two well, because they're they they run for a year. But the the split is basically because Nickelodeon won't wouldn't let them run seasons longer than twenty episodes. So they decided to Based. use as much footage over you know the the forty uh, otherwise, you get, and I, I know you covered and, and liked. Do you, do you guys like Mega Force and Super Mega Force? Yes. Yeah, we okay. actually thought they were super underrated. Like they're not perfect, but no. But uh, yeah, so that uses obviously two different seasons for two different actual. You know, uh, Mega Force was Gosaija and Super Mega Force was the Gokaija, apart from one episode. Um, and uh, the rest are just like let's stretch out. Let's try and use every single episode of Super Sentai. So we can uh, uh, do two seasons, which I guess is part of their whole uh, keeping stuff as cheap as possible angle as well. Uh, but uh, it seems at least at least they've stopped doing the whole super beast morphers and super dino fury <laughs> with the Hasbro seasons. Uh, I mean, I personally like. I don't mind this because yeah. I think Dino Charge did it did the super season kind of well. The yeah. fault of Dino Charge is the fault of the writers. The writers just didn't do as good of a job in Dino Supercharge than they did in Dino Charge. Yes. Just flat yes. out. Yeah, um, yeah. But I do think that it is cool that they're oh. able to just prune the best of the best mm. Sentai footage to use for their own plot. I think that that's actually really, really cool to do. And um, they do that quite well in Beast Morphers. And like, and, uh, although it's not Super Beast Morphers for Season 2, they do have like a good kind of like... Um, cliffhanger at the end of the first season uh to kind of okay. get you into the second season so at least they sort of learned the lessons from say super samurai or um dino charge or uh what was the other one? Oh, um yes mega force super mega force which ended on a cliffhanger as well yeah i don't know yeah um where are we in this plot sorry yeah we've, uh, we've gone <laughs> nowhere so far okay so uh, let's this Ninja's up a tiny bit. Ninja Super um, Steel, Sledge and crew has arrived from so, a different so dimension. Sledge, so Sledge goes over to Madame Odious' ship, and <laughs> he's like, dang, this is all jacked up. And then Madame Odious <laughs> appears, and she's like, don't you say that about my ship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is like some Kino shit. Like, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> needs to direct the scene. <laughs> This is almost cool. Like, I don't know. It made me think of Madame Odious as more of like, like I gave her like way more respect from this scene than previously, right? Mm. Just because like she got owned pretty badly in the first season. <laughs> so Madame Odious basically tricks Sledge very, with a very thin trick. Like it's, <laughs> this is not What's impressive. What's the trick? I, I didn't understand this. She was just like, was she just reiterating what he was saying and just like changing up the words to change up the verbal contract? She just because I didn't understand shit in terms of like she was like, Oh, yeah, fix my ship and I'll let you have the asteroid. But then while he was fixing her ship, she had her people get the good stuff out of the asteroid. I swear to God, there was a fever dream sequence of like her and Sledge going back and forth of like 
tiny them bit. two negotiating like what's going on and i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about right now <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of smedge's prisoners is like oh uh, what was her name like badonna and she's got like some weird french accent uh and she's like oh yeah Great character he's, he's... design yes 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 she's um god uh she is in ninja she is the wife of the character that galvanax is based on uh, that's pretty cool and she's voiced by Sailor Moon, which is very fun, cool as well. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so she, she, she kind of like, oh, he's actually looking for some ninja super steel. I don't know if you know what that is. And Madame Obi's odious is like, super steel, tell me more. And apparently when, when Sledge was distracted by something, they just took all the super ninja steel. And th that was Well, the Sledge plot. is rebuilding her ship. Yeah. <laughs> He just literally gets owned super yeah. hard. Like, I just want to emphasize that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sledge gets completely fucking wrecked by a very obvious and not clever at all plot. <laughs> and that's that, I guess. Yeah, right? Like, it was just like, wait, how... It, it just felt like he took an intelligence check, like, rolled really <laughs> bad on that, right? <laughs> yeah, he definitely had some. It, it was so video gamey. <laughs> just in terms of just like how it happened, because even uh, Poissandra was just like, "Oh yeah, no, uh, this asteroid is going to be worth so much money." But yeah. like, yeah, obviously, while you're fixing my ship, I'm going to extract all the rich minerals, right? Yeah. Like there was like a triple cross and going on. As, as it's an it was... obvious triple cross, yeah. though. <laughs> no, but as, as if it was like some highfalutin kind of spy craft, but really it was just like uh, I'm going to do this. Sure. <laughs> oh, the funniest part though that we did forget was that Sledge's initial like pitch, which is also Madam Odious falling for this is really just as dumb. So we have to point that out. Sledge's Damn, do initial... I really not like this part as much as I think I do? <laughs> Sledge's initial pitch was like, <laughs> um, let me have the asteroid and I'll fix your ship. And uh, Madame Odious is like, well, why do you want the asteroid? And he's like, oh, my wife likes rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Full Columbo, like, ah, the wife, uh, she, she likes the big, pretty rocks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my wife, she's got crystals by the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says her roast quartz has lost its charge. I, 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 uh, whatever, I'll just go along with it. <laughs> I was going to say, that kind of explains the whole reason why Sledge was carrying around all those asteroids, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they're all worth money. Like they're all worth some sort I mean, of he's amount of lying, money. But it is funny, and yeah. I like rocks, so I find I find this joke funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Belladama, uh, or no, Badonna. Badonna, yeah. <laughs> Did you say Bill Adama <laughs> from from uh, Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> so basically like what is this uh madam odious uh decides to reopen the hit television series galaxy warriors that's right yep. 
and uh, is calling out to defeat the Rangers once again, but this time uh, it's mostly to get the prism, yes. right? And so the prism that what they don't know is that the prism's broken. It needs Ninja Steel to work again. Um, so as you can see, this plot is extremely <laughs> Deus Ex Machina. Nothing yeah. makes any <laughs> fucking sense here, really. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't make any any sense, but it's like. This is strung together so thinly, it's frustrating. It's the shortest route to basically reinstate the status quo, uh, which basically makes the, the, the finale for the Ninja Steel season pretty much worthless. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just want to say that, like, a lot of this is actually like a filler episode. Yeah. Because nothing really happens. Because, like, okay, it's just the means to an end. But Donna ends up getting the ninja super steel, ninja super steel material from those asteroids, yep. giving it to Madame Modius, giving uh, Sledge the regular asteroid. Sledge is out of there. Peace, Sledge. <laughs> Miss you, buddy. Um, and uh, she then, Madame Odius hires Smellifant. Um, <laughs> I forgot that was his name. <laughs> which is a smelling elephant monster, um, as you can tell. Uh, and uh, this also feeds into this really bad uh victor and monty aka vulcan skull plot which was also yeah. feeding off the fact that they escaped from uh alien captivity due to monty farting yeah let me tell you man these scenes are fucking terrible i like just want to reiterate that fart jokes can be funny like, I, it's not even that it's impossible, but the Power Rangers historically has made the lowest brow fart jokes imaginable. <laughs> the absolute lowest brow. Like, you couldn't... I, would, I was thinking about what's the worst thing I would do versus, like, actually recording uh, these scenes. And I, I think I would serve a three-day prison sentence. <laughs> Like, like if someone held a gun to my head and said, like, you either record these Victor and Monty scenes or you go to prison for three days, I would go to prison for three days. So what do you two think of Victor and Monty? Other than obviously being like shitty kind of filler and bulk and skull stuff. Um, I, I they're gay. Yes, they are. Definitely. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I, I, especially because they're so theatrical. And I kind of appreciate how... The amount that they touch each other. <laughs> like, in, in these two episodes especially, it was just, yes. like, almost more noticeable than ever somehow. I was just like, these guys touch each other nonstop. <laughs> like, touch each other's chests, touch each other's faces. Okay, I don't do that with somebody that I'm not intimate with. <laughs> I can tell this from experience. <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of love how over the top they go with like their costumes and the theatrics of kind of what they're doing in an episode by episode. Like they're wearing that ridiculous outfit to give this check to uh, the school and they will do that pretty much every episode. And like, yes, I don't like them. And they're so, stupid, but I do love that. <laughs> yeah. Monty's farts save them from the monsters. It's like yeah. the cringest scene ever. They yeah. also bottle it up and they sell make it as monster repellent. Yeah, and sell it as monster repellent. <clears throat> this is all filler. Like, you uh, can yeah. cut 
all of these like just press the fast forward on your remote because it doesn't matter um this villain smellifant is extremely disappointing it's a means to an end it's such a means to an end there's no new powers with the ninja super steel because madam odious guess what gets the prism from the rangers that's broken and uses the ninja super steel to make dark evil morphers or something like that um which of course i think the exact line that preston says is she's using dark magic to make evil ninja stars it's so uh... bad that that line read is terrible (laughs) not you thez but like the actual actor holy shit red ranger is so bad this episode his acting is so cringe i thought that like with a summer vacation all this other shit (laughs) like they would be you know up to snuff on this nah it's so bad i just i'm not sucks preston is the blue ranger by the way brody's the red ranger yeah Brody's even worse yes yeah brody's (laughs) brody's garbage yeah um it's it's all bad. Uh, of course, that doesn't work, <laughs> and ends up restoring the the good ninja steel morphers, and they get to morph again, dude. But no new powers, even though it used ninja super steel to restore the prism. You would think something cool would happen, but nope, nope. Oh, oh yes, but apart from they say, "Oh, I feel stronger than ever," and it's like, yeah, but you do exactly the fucking same. I think this episode does confirm, though, like there's one other pog moment outside mm. of the uh, sledge part, which is the uh, before they get their morphers back, when they fight Madame Odious, before they get owned, they fight in their ninja outfits. Yes. That outfit looks cooler than the actual ranger outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> like, why wasn't that like, why didn't they just put a helmet on that? How cool would that have been? Yeah, I guess it would have been. Uh, 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 the ninja, they also had like a separate ninja outfit, but it looked nothing like the uh, uh, the US one. So, <laughs> uh, but they could have, they should have just done, you know, the, the helmet on that and be like, well, I guess this is our new super ninja power ranger outfit. <laughs> of course, uh, Smellifant uh, gets one shot, or no, sorry, two shotted? Yep. Uh <laughs> And doesn't put up much of a fight, but, you know, Galaxy Warriors, they're back on TV, (laughs) baby. So even though they got a fucking awful villain of the week this time, they're just like, just Gigantify him. Come on, we all miss this. (laughs) And they uh, hit the Gigantify button, and then uh, Brody busts out uh, the Lion, the Lion Fire Zord. Yes, that's Um, correct. (laughs) Honestly, the Lion Fire Zord, this, I mean, the footage doesn't really matter because it's not yeah. new, but it did make me appreciate that Zord because I like it. It reminds it, it's kind of like a throwback. Yeah. In the way it's presented. It, it, it's fun. Uh, in, um, uh, again, sorry to bring up like the Sentai, but in Ninja, it's possessed by the spirit of the singer who sang the Sentai version of Wild Force's theme song. Uh, wow. He yelled, "Gow!" which is like the, the lion onomatopoeia for roaring. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Uh, yes, so that's like h- half an explanation. Uh, but yeah, he's like fiery and uh, 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 full of, he's got a bit of a temper and you've got to be nice to him to actually allow you to transform and use his Zord body or something dumb like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's basically it. the end of it. Uh, <laughs> because you have... Happens. There's, like, a little bit of the kids' lives, but, like, we're literally talking, like, seconds. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. they really don't... And and all that we get out of that, again, like, that we've kind of already mentioned is, like, that they were just kind of chilling and enjoying life and that, like, <laughs> maybe going back to being a Power Ranger is actually not the coolest... Not that they have that attitude towards it, but, like, you just feel like... Would you, would you really want to go back to being a Power Ranger? No. <laughs> Especially, like, Ninja Steel, I think, right? Because, like, it's not that fun. It's not that cool. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it, because the next episode is... The next episode is Moment of Truth, which I was kind of hoping would be a non-filler episode. Yep. You know, just because it's the second episode of the season um <laughs> that's not really the case no. uh the second episode is just a plot between calvin and Haley, where calvin forgets Haley's anniversary and he ends up causing a whole big web of lies uh, well kind of except i i just want to point out that like ninja steel has a problem with like not really allowing much space for conflict to really evolve or be interesting mm. um Super Ninja Steel is like definitely continuing the trend here because I went back and, and checked. Um, they resolved that conflict around minute ten. Yes. So <laughs> Calvin, so that's less than halfway through the episode. So a big hinge point of this whole episode is that Calvin forgets their anniversary and then lies, and he's, oh, yeah, I have a great gift for you. Uh, you'll see it later. She lives in another country. Uh, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like that's like this big plot and it kind of fucks things up for like the first part of the episode a little bit but then around minute 10 he's just like I'm sorry I lied uh, I was a piece of shit and then she's like damn that's kind of fucked up but also it's okay whatever let's move on <laughs> and like that's yeah it. but like I don't as cool and interesting as that is that like the conflict resolution was good it went no, it too wasn't far. Good. <laughs> okay. It wasn't good. Because okay. first of all, it happened I thought you were arguing no, that no, it no, no, was no, no. good. No, what I'm saying, I'm saying that like they didn't allow for the conflict to even basically exist. Oh like, yeah. Like the conflict happens for like again, less than half of the episode. And then he's just like, Yeah, this is what really happened. I fucked up, I'm sorry, which is fine. Um, that part of it is not really, like, a problem. Uh, but then her just being like, yeah, it's okay, let's move on. And then that's, that's it. I no. Don't it's so, is but that, it's so no. quasi, it's like, it's so weird of a, <laughs> of a judgment on what constitutes filler and what constitutes is not, right? Because, A... Um, yeah, the ranger stuff's not important, but also they did get the new suits and stuff, and you're right, the conflict does sort of resolve by minute 10, but the the villain is still around. So because I mean, the villain of the week is still around, and you get these power-ups and all this other stuff, also, like, the villain itself is pretty good. I think it's more or less just, like, the the main meat and potatoes of the ranger stuff is just... Blech, right? So, yeah. 
rewatching this episode, I'd forgotten the the plot and that he kind of just uh, kind of admitted he was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I thought they're going to go down the route of, oh, his lying means that the team is half strength and he's going to have to deal with that. But no, instead, because he told the truth or whatever, suddenly it means that the morphers are back to normal when really he should have been facing some of the consequences of his actions. No real consequences. Um, no. Um, nah. And so they just go straight back to fighting this guy um, called Deceptron here. But in Ninja is a Frankenstein. Uh, he is <laughs> in, in Ninja. They fight yokai, um, you know, Japanese spirits and stuff. And the Gold Ranger is an American cowboy. Yeehaw! And he comes over, uh, but he's chased by the uh, American yokai, uh, the Western yokai, uh, Dracula, the, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm not joking. That is actually because <laughs> um, I, I think the werewolf killed his dad or brother or something like that. Um, nice. And uh, so it was just weird to be like, oh, he, Franken, who is this like kind of big important monster for the gold story, which is overall not great. But it's just a villain of the week who absorbs lie magic to, <laughs> to fire at people. <laughs> just, just, just wild. <laughs> it sounds like it. I wish this show had that sort of energy. Yeah. Uh, Ninja had great stunts and great kind of concepts, but the story <clears throat> was a bit rubbish. Uh, and people were like, wow, you know, with this Galaxy Warrior stuff, they can fix the story. Uh, and yeah, we, we, we've seen where <laughs> where it's going now. So yeah. Uh... Well, I don't know. I'm a little bit conflicted on this one. Do you think that this is filler, Kennedy, or no? I. I mean, it's it's a power up, right? Oh, this new freaking ultra mega mode is great, dog. It's hard to know right now if it's filler because. It's just a power-up, and sometimes these power-ups are really inconsequential. I haven't watched past this yet. Uh, gotcha. I, I, I believe uh, this super mega mode power-up, whatever they're calling it, is pretty pointless. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's just... <laughs> it's not like in Super Samurai where, like, oh, we can transform into our Super Samurai mode outside of the Zords. Nope, this just stays, stays in the Zords. Uh, in, I, they might use their gun outside of the Zord, but otherwise it's a pretty inconsequential power-up just to sell more toys, which, you know, these shows are all about selling you cool toys, but sometimes the toys will have a story, uh, uh, you know, reason for existing or story uh, uh, important stuff going on. But this is just, just, to, just to kind of look cool in the cockpit for no extra reason than to sell the toy. Yeah, Darryl. yeah. Yeah. It feels like it. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's not, go ahead and it's not quite filler, I guess, but God, yeah, I just, and yeah, especially cause like, I mean, okay, so maybe something more will come of this Calvin Haley stuff, but at the same time, like if it doesn't, then like they really just like, again, the, this whole plot of him lying about it and whatever really does not hold up very well. <laughs> like it doesn't last. No. No. Let's go ahead and re review them. <clears throat> Episode one, Echoes of Evil. Uh I'll go first. I want to give this a negative two because I hated <laughs> the farting stuff. 
Like, there doesn't exist a cut of this episode that doesn't erase the Victor and Monsi stuff. And I feel like this is exactly like Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge, where they just throw, like, a fucking farting episode at you, and you're just like, this is... What the fuck am I watching? Right? Uh, <clears throat> the first five minutes are great, but, like, man, they really just kind of, like, mm, they really just shit all over you for a good 20 minutes. Uh, and then episode two, like I said, we're kind of like conflicted on the fillerness. It's, I guess, I don't know. It's like a four. <laughs> it's it's pretty basic. It gives me like turbo vibes. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I do like the fact that the villain was able to just like uh, throw an evil like dart blast into the morpher, into Haley's morpher, to prevent her from morphing. That's fun. When they yeah. were trying to morph. That's pretty unique. Yeah, that stuff's pretty cool. But, eh. Hmm. Eh. I got her a carpet for the end. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not that hard to make something up. Shut the fuck up. Kennedy? Yeah, I think um, I'll give episode one just a flat zero. Or maybe a negative one. Just because like the first five minutes were kind of cool. Even if the rest of it is like absolute hot garbage, and then yeah, I think episode two is like a. I'm, not, I'm actually gonna say it's a three for me, probably. <clears throat> really? Just because like nothing happens really that is interesting or good or consequential or I don't know. It just sucked. <laughs> I think episode one is more of deserving of a negative two rating because there is an insane amount of deus ex machina that happens it almost makes you feel very cynical about power rangers to an extent when you look at it like when you like when you're watching you you're you're kind of getting like those vibes and then when you're analyzing it like how we are uh post watch it's kind of like mm. yeah they really are just really like, milking that cow yeah yeah <laughs> It just felt like the writers were just writing everything they could to make this plot just somehow work. Yeah, nah. Uh, Thez, what are you thinking? Uh, I have to agree with you on episode one being like a minus one or a minus two. I'll say minus two. Um, I really, I just really hate how they uh, just did the, the laziest way possible just to kind of rein, uh, reinstate the status quo. You know, you got... Uh, oh, we're just going to bring back Galaxy Warriors and do the same thing of sending down monsters and all mixed back, even though he had this big emotional farewell to go to his family. But oh no, he's just going to stay because, oh, why not? Uh, and it's just very, very rote by the numbers and it didn't need to have anything to do with Super Ninja Steel. It could just be, oh, we found a new vein of Ninja Steel. Uh, but everything else from the previous finale was just thrown away as if it didn't matter. And... Yeah, sure. The the sledge the sledge stuff was quite fun at the start, but uh, but even just, the sledge you know, stuff was like Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Like, suddenly, sledge appears. Like, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> oh, we'll help you. And it's like you know, there's no one else they could have used to like. Surely, there's something else they could have done. But whatever. Um, and then also, yeah, the whole kind so of whack because like sledge was kind of cool, and so it's like at first you're like, oh, is sledge coming back? Like, hmm. <clears throat> is sledge gonna like? team up with Madam Odious or maybe take over Galaxy mm. Warriors entirely. Like, it felt like there was potential there. And then it's just like, bye, Sledge! Bye! bye. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, I just, I just watching it again now. It just felt like such a kind of well, I don't want to say backhanded slap to the previous finale. It's just they just didn't really have any good ideas, so they just used the most basic, easiest, the easiest way they could they could think of just to try and get the status quo back to how it was. Uh, and uh, what, do I have anything in my notes that I wanted to bring up? Oh yeah, too many fart jokes. <laughs> All the fart <laughs> jokes for, as like things that aren't to do with that. Uh, and yeah, that that is episode that is like one. episode one. Smellifant. Like we didn't really talk about this thing because I didn't really want to bring it up. Yep. But like, I really want to push the negative two rating out of Kennedy because like <laughs> Smellifant. Like, yeah, I, listen, it, I hated it. It's a negative. Victor two. and Victor and Bondi. <laughs> Victor and Monty sold farts in a can as monster <laughs> repellent. And like when the monsters actually came down to earth, they started spraying the monsters with the fucking spray farts. And then fucking uh, the smell of is like, don't worry, guys. I know it smells awful and we want to get out of here, but I can use my smelling power in my trunk to smell all these farts. Uh, <laughs> And I was just like, bro, that's fucking disgusting, man. <laughs> I'll give it Jesus the next Christ. two. I, I hated every minute of it. Yeah. And I forgot yeah. that that monster in Ninja was like a, a dream, uh, uh, like a Freddy Krueger type kind of invading your dreams or whatever. What the uh, fuck? Yeah, which is <laughs> way cooler than a fucking fart smell. So... <laughs> uh, my uh... power is I love smelling farts. <laughs> Uh, episode two, uh, yeah, I think I, th I think like three as well. I just, I think trying trying to go for you know, oh Calvin's, oh sorry. First of all, the basic, oh, oh, the boyfriend forgets the plot, and it's like, oh, are the straights are okay? And I guess every every all the time we have to understand that no, the straights are not okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but they have that basic plot, and then there's just no consequences for it. I mean, the whole. Uh, I think I had in my notes because I was trying to be funny. Uh, the rest of the lads go with Calvin to pick up the gift, causing a bigger web of lies. And also Levi in that gold t-shirt, kind of Ooh. flexing <laughs> to look uh, to look pretty hot. Um, and it's you know, those, yeah, just uh, that they they get caught up in the lie and they lose their morphers. But instead of like there being consequences and. Uh, 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 Calvin feeling bad because his lies meant that everyone's losing their powers and it's maybe up to him, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he's going to try and overcompensate for it. No, it's just just saying he's sorry and he's going to tell the truth uh, means that that's it, that's over. Everyone can morph now. We can now defeat uh, De Deceptitron, um, which, I don't know, is that a Transformer? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, one of my notes here is me trying to explain what's going on and just Deceptodrons, because it's so boring and so rote. Um, and yeah, that's it. There's just there's nothing nothing much interesting about this episode apart from, oh, I guess we now get our Super Ninja Steel mode and our gun, which I, I love that they keep doing that, is that they have like the um, Power Rangers have a gun in the cockpit and they shoot the gun. And then, like outside, a, a sword gets swung, or <laughs> other lasers get fired. Uh, it's just very silly. Um, so bizarre. Oh, also, there's a great line. I think after Red, uh, the Red Ranger morphs into Lion Fire mode, 
Uh, Deceptron yells, is that supposed to scare me? And Brody just replies, yep. <laughs> just cool. Couldn't think of a, a single one-liner to use there. <laughs> make it a bit more interesting. Uh, but no, no. No. So yeah, and, and, all, and the whole Monty thing. Again, I kind of like the theatrics of him doing all the kind of Looney Tunes shit of walking through cement and then sitting on uh, a bench of green paint. Kind of interesting uh, kind of... The production values of that kind of slapstick comedy, but again, complete bullshit. It doesn't need to happen. So at the end, he gets hit by a pizza like it's a fucking banana cream pie. Uh, terrible, terrible. But four, but four, three or four? No, three, three, three. It's not as bad as the previous one, but it's just still so much shit. <laughs> so much shit to wade through. And I think I, I give it that extra point just because I think Calvin and Haley are cute together. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, that's. Kind of an interesting thing in Power Rangers. I'd give it like the a four. Like that I'd give it the four if they got to kiss. <laughs> no, he just kissed her forehead, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> There's been no on-screen kisses since Tommy 1995. The entire run of this show, basically, <laughs> it's like people can date, but they can't actually kiss. Why? No. What oh. are you what are you scared of? If a six year old <laughs> sees two people kissing, they're not gonna freak out. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, does I'm trying to remember if I've seen if uh, the Green Ranger in Dino Fury kisses her girlfriend or not. And she might do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Tez, yeah. uh what do you have going on? Oh yes, sorry, end of the thing. Yes, yeah, so those episodes sucked. But hi, I'm Fez. I'm amazing. Uh, I do many things. Uh, I have a podcast on the VR Troopers that we're a bit behind on. Where we kind of going through every episode of uh, 1994's classic Metal Heroes adaptation, the VR Troopers. How's that going um, for y'all? Uh, it's a very bad show with a talking dog. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I'm glad along. we we're... didn't touch that one, right, Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're getting towards the end of the first season. Uh, and it's a long one. It's about like 60 episodes or something stupid like that. Uh, What's the filler guide for that looking like? Uh, <laughs> it's probably easy just to do a what what episodes actually are part of the plot. <laughs> uh, and I think it's about four so far of the holy that we've Holy shit. Yeah. You got to uh, give us this cut. We gotta see this. We gotta see the cut of this. It's like the X Files, where it's like, oh, monster of the week. But suddenly we have an X X Files lore episode. But um, otherwise, uh, what's yeah. the podcast called? Uh, my uh, take me back to my virtual reality, which you can find on Twitter at my VR podcast. Uh, and uh, we we need to catch up a bit. I think we're a bit behind, but we are slowly going through. Maybe we'll be finished by the end of the year. Maybe not. Um, it depends on my schedule and my co-host Mark's schedule. Uh, otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at RobThez, R-O-B-T-H-E-Z. Uh, and also, you know, you might want to check out this little streaming racing hedgehog called Captain Hurricane. He's on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, you know, he might sound a bit like me, but he's not me. He's someone else entirely. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go check him out. He, he does fun stuff with X-Wing, the old 1993 game. And modern racing games. He's been playing Blur recently, which was a game from 2011 that could have been more popular. <clears throat> that should have gotten a sequel. Yeah. Um, instead, 
Activision were like, no, you you will have to make a third person James Bond shooter <laughs> and tank the studio. But anyway, yes, that 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 is that is me. Everyone, we want to thank you so much for listening to us. We are we're trudging along. We're, we're, tr- we're trudging along, right, Kennedy? We're, yeah. we're getting there. We're we're seeing they're seeing the end of the tunnel. We're 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 getting to Beast Morpher soon. <laughs> we're getting to Dino Fury soon. And we're getting to other shows soon. So we're we're kind of excited just to see like like Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel, you don't really and this is also why I, I you know why I invited you on, Thez. Yes. But these two seasons don't really get any sort of anything. Nice. Like any recognition or nothing. And so like I watched a bit of the first episode. I was just like, I'm, you know, hitting this emergency panic button. <laughs> and inviting guests who can who can tolerate bad toku. Um, Did you even know that there is a 25th anniversary special in this season? I didn't even know that. Yep, that's how little people care about it. But you'll get to it, and you might enjoy it. You may not. Who knows? Oh no! <laughs> I'm just I'm just excited to see what new stuff they throw at us in the future because this seems like an obvious retread if I've ever seen one. Wouldn't you agree, yeah. Kennedy? Yeah, this is crap. <laughs> this is one of the worst intros yet. Oh, oof, rough. I have to agree, unfortunately. And we'll see you guys next time on the Sentai Truther Club. Show's over. Ninjas win. Rangers, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast, and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.